0: Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode twenty of Pigskin's Picks. And for this week, we will be going over week four recap, and we will be going over our picks for week five in college football and week four in the NFL. And as always, I am one of your hosts, Ryan, and I am Dave. And Dave, we want to just jump right into uh, the week. Let's just jump right in.
1: We had another Ryan. I don't mean to toot our horn. But another really successful college football week. Um, It's it's like we didn't tell people. It's like we haven't been saying to people like, hey, follow our college picks. I mean, really, if you've been following our college picks since week one, not week zero, but week one, we have had a winning week every single week. And when I say winning, like we're mostly like
0: worse than 500.
1: We haven't been worse. No, since week since week one, we haven't been like worse than like four and two. I
0: know. Yeah. Like, well, weeks we six like
1: and a yeah, I am saying after yeah, week zero is one thing, but since week one, now we're four weeks oh, in yeah, college, we've, been, we've, we've been, been five and one. Like again, this is another five and one week. Technically, uh it's like six and one if you count the um the fourth pick. The fourth pick technically hit. I didn't even realize when we gave the pick out, I thought we gave a different pick than we did. Um but let's just start recap. So Brian, I'm gonna let you start first because you had another, hit a nice little sweep here.
0: Yeah, we week four, another another good week, three and zero. First one, Utah minus five and a half. The Utah made it a little more stressful than I wanted it to be. <laughs> I really kind of controlled that game the whole time. Beat UCLA fourteen to seven with. That didn't feel it, We watched that game together. So this past week, people we were together. Um yes. Actually, Ryan with and I rules. will just
1: quit mention the NFL, but we actually went to the Jets Patriots game and did a little. uh footage you know of the game but um we watched that utah game and even though it was only a seven point win it didn't feel like a seven point win like no. they should they felt like they won by 21
0: yeah it was but of course utah had to make it stressful and mm-hmm. just not score even though they played really good defense uh i'll just jump into the my next two picks uh the over in the usc arizona state game which was 61 and a half again i said last week that line was just too low uh Final was forty-two twenty-eight for a total of seventy, so that is another another win there. And then Kansas State with the bounce back win over UCF at home. Uh one by twelve there. I mean that game so, was a game that was very close for
1: a good portion of time. Yes. And then the fourth quarter, Kansas State just said we winning. They had to. They had to there. So that's a nice little 3 0 Um I went two and one myself. Ironically, by the the our overall like favorite pick of the entire yeah. weekend was the one that missed. Um <laughs> and it's not like again I've said in the last week's episode. Um Oregon Colorado over 69 missed. I said Oregon was going to give us 40 to 45.
0: Yeah, Oregon did their all job. We,
1: all we needed was Colorado to give us 20 24 25. Guess what? Oregon did their job, Colorado did not. I mean the final score is 42-7. Carvajal, I mean, Oregon really could have put up in the mid fifties if they wanted to. They stopped playing after you know, midway through the third quarter. I mean, they took out Bo Nix. I don't believe Bo Nix played the fourth quarter at all. Um, they may have taken him out in the third. I they think were, you they said were, they
0: took him out halfway through the third.
1: Yeah, it was. I mean, it was forty-two nothing. It was thirty-five nothing at half, and we were like, "Oh wow, is Oregon gonna hit this?" Over? Like we like the over was still like alive, and then they scored relatively early in the third, and then they just stopped. Like they just like, "All right, we're." we're 42 nothing. we're good. And then Colorado had a garbage time touchdown yeah. to make it 42-7. So they ended up getting to 49. It's annoying because if Colorado didn't have such a bad first half, this over is hitting. Because Oregon, oh, yeah. Oregon was just enacting their will on this game. And they just stopped. They literally stopped playing. They brought in backups and all that. And they still moved the ball pretty well. They just didn't really try to score. I think um, Dan Lanning was like, I don't want to run it up too much. I'm already running it up pretty bad. I'm gonna stop. Damn, um, you, know you should have ran it up. I mean, if he wanted to, Oregon's hitting 70 in this game. That's how they were. That's how badly they embarrassed Colorado.
0: And see, everyone in the money
1: had everyone had the money on Colorado and the Colorado spread. And I kept saying, uh ah, my favorite bet is the is the over, which again should have hit, but Colorado looked like dog crap. um Second yeah, pick, I'm Texas gonna... minus 15. I did say I was a little nervous about this pick. um I know the did. line moved to 17. didn't matter. Texas blew the doors off Baylor. This is exactly what I, I needed Texas to do. Texas had to show me. I mean, this was, this is to me, if Texas plays like how they did against Baylor, and I go, we know Baylor's not a great team, but if Texas plays like this, they are winning the Big 12, and they're going undefeated because they looked like, unlike last week we were against Wyoming, they were very shaky and won it at, in the fourth quarter to win by 21. I mean, they won 38-6. Wasn't close the whole game quinn looked great they looked really good and to me this is setting up for the red river showdown which i believe is in two weeks two weeks man oh man i'll tell you oklahoma's also looked very good this year and they got a nice little warm-up game next or this week we'll see what happens um there's actually a lot of really good games this week too i know when we get to our picks that i'll break down more and the last one was money line and minus two game gave me a heart attack but we won 31-24, so um, I'll take that all day. By the way, we, we did also with the over by the half point. Um, we did cover the money line and minus two. So technically, it's a it's a two in one week. But I I really I did give out two picks for a state. So really, it's three in one. Um, it's sort it's six in one. In the fourth pick, ride. um we did say Notre Dame plus three and three and a half. So it's definitely a push.
0: And Not going I had Notre Dame money line.
1: So I mean, we both we both bet Notre Dame money line, but I also yeah. did bet. The three and a half, um, okay. and I didn't even realize I did it. Actually, I did the three and a half because we did get that pick out. That's a game. By the way, Notre Dame should have won. I mean, it's unacceptable what happened at the end of that game. Yeah. Third and nineteen, they're 30. at the twenty-one yard line. You, you keep them in bounds. The game's over. They, have, Ohio State has no timeouts left. You just can't let them get a first down. And guess what? They let him get a first down continually. Now again, they did a great job limiting Marvin Harrison Jr. by playing, you know, a shadow safety over the top. But you let Ibuka all day long just continually get open for chunk plays. Yeah, it, It's annoying because, like, that game, Notre Dame missed a field goal. Notre Dame, like, squandered up It's like, this is a game. Ohio State obviously wins the game. But Notre Dame, in my opinion, lost that game and let Ohio State win that game.
0: Yeah. And all I'm going to say is Ryan Day's post-game now that, that, that annoyed that me. That was a joke. Guess what? Guess what? That's that just shows you what you think of yourself as a coach. Because I think in his mind, if he lost that game, he was probably going to get fired. And I, I think him. I mean, taking, yeah, but would he
1: get? Would he actually get fired in that game? Like that would be? No, I, I
0: don't. I don't think he would. You know, I think it would be the step in the direction to him getting canned. Um, but it, it was just it for a coach at a school like that for that to be your post game to call you know, out lou holtz, by the way also was yeah first of all don't ridiculous lou holtz, lou holtz is miles better coach than you will ever be ryan day and I, that's not i even... said this
1: i don't think ryan Day is a good coach i i think that he's 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 riding off the coat he came in and wrote off the coattail coattails of urban meyer yes. who really set up, I mean, again, we we acknowledge Ryan Day is a good recruiter, but Urban had laid out the groundwork there, and yes. Dave stepped in, and this is really the first year, like, he hasn't had a guy, like, waiting in the wings, like, where, Urban, I know, has been gone for a couple of years, but Urban had, like, certain guys, like, lined up to come to Ohio State, quarterback-wise and all that, and again, they win this game, I gotta give McCord credit because he did make some good throws at the he end did. of that game, but again, it just felt like it was a Notre Dame. It felt like Notre Dame has done what they've done for the last 30 years, which is just lose the game they should have won. Like they outplayed Ohio state and what'd they do their last drive. They're up by four, run the clock out. They run two passing plays. One of them they get sacked on. So at least the clock still runs, but then they, I understand it's you, you play to win the game and then like, but at that same time, you need the clock to keep running because Ohio state only had one time out on that last possession yeah. And you had two minutes and twenty-eight seconds. They, they should have gotten the ball back with under two minutes. which also changes that whole that whole drive. To me, yeah. it's just again. And you had the fourth down. They couldn't get the stop on fourth. They could, they they also all day long they could not get off the field on third down. Drove me insane watching I'm, I'm Like it's third down again. They kept doing great first, second down drop stops, and then third down they could not get a damn stop. So again, got to give props to Ohio State. It's a big win for them. They need a, mm-hmm. they're gonna need that because if they falter. You know they got a couple tough games coming up. They you know, they still have Penn State. They still have Michigan. Uh, I like if they play this kind of game. I don't see them beating Penn State I don't, unless they're home. Are they home for the Penn State game? I'm not even sure.
0: Look that up. I'll look that up real quick.
1: I know they have to go to. I know they have to go to and Auburn. I know I I teased you about Michigan, but like the truth is, Michigan is is made, Well, they have questions offensively. Michigan's defense is still is really good, and they're really good on the offensive defensive line. Something that you saw at times, even in that Notre Dame game. Def- offensively, like and defensively, when Notre Dame went like big and like pushed the trenches, oh no, yeah, they've made Ohio State struggle, and like Penn State's got a good both <laughs> line, so like I don't, it's a good win for Ohio State, but like they need this win, and it sucks for Notre Dame, but like Notre Dame's not dead yet because Notre Dame still no. has enough
0: really like Did you beat Clemson and USC or and Duke, it's they have Duke this hard. week, oh, and yeah. Duke's
1: a top twenty team right now, like. This loss isn't detrimental to Notre Dame. Now, if they yeah. win this game, Notre Dame, in my opinion, is in the driver's seat. They could actually lose one of those other games. Now they have to win out. Because if they win out, like, they have, in my opinion, of all schedules, one of the hardest schedule, overall schedules that you could actually yeah. see when the year ends, they play, play five top 25 teams.
0: That's that's the one thing about Notre Dame. They do, they do usually have a good schedule where, like, you know, they have good competition. And the game is at Ohio State, by the way.
1: Okay, so that's that that is that that, may, that that hurts Penn State's chances. I'll give them that because it's tough to win. Ohio State is a tough place to win. The only team that's kind of found yeah. success over the last couple of years has been Michigan.
0: Um, I'm but, just saying if if Michigan wants to play bully ball, they'll they'll be able to play bully ball against Ohio State. Yeah, because Michigan obviously I think has a better offensive and defensive line than Notre Dame. No disrespect to Notre Dame. I, I would agree with that. It's just how we're built. Um, and bully ball against Ohio State the last two years has worked, and it's that's quite why Lou, how they've
1: blown them out. I mean, did, yeah, and last that's year why it was bull- shellacking.
0: Yeah, it wasn't even like that's why Lou Holtz's comments about Ryan Day saying that his, his, like the tougher teams have won was it was a correct statement. Um, also, Ryan Day taking the the Ohio against the world approach is just the biggest crock of shit on the planet. I I, um, I it just makes me hate Ohio, Ohio, even more. Ohio State. Makes me hate Ohio State more. It's just like you. Every every FPI analytics genius loves Ohio State. It's like, um, it's like what are you talking about? Like, I I. It's almost like grow up. Like you're not a child. Like that was that was. Like, know, but he is. Well, he is, but that's just because he's insecure because he's gotten bent over and fisted by Michigan the last two years. So.
1: Uh, let's move on to our oinks i mean overall like i said a five and one week six and one week count the two florida state picks um plus the fourth pick which technically hits yep. and pushes so again another profitable college football week um let's go to our ranks ryan who's your first oink
0: my first oink little little bias here uh a man by the name of matthew judon four tackles two sacks and the game ceiling sack for a safety So, Mr. Drew, you get my my one oink of the week, and you made us very happy people on Sunday.
1: It's funny because um, his over-under for sacks of the year was 11.5, which he's quite really smashed both years in New England, and he's already got four. Uh, (laughs) I don't know why they keep putting his line so low. Like, they haven't seen that he's been really good at getting to the quarterback. He's been one of, honestly, Bill's best free agent signings, and, like, Des- has deserved every dollar that he oh, like, not, every do-
0: like Not arguably, he has been The best free agent signing that Bill has had In the last probably five years I mean, yes, remember,
1: I remember When we signed him, we gave him a lot of money And I, we both were like, it's a little high But we just know the track record yeah, in Baltimore. Baltimore Like certain teams Just have like strengths of like drafting And Baltimore yeah. just knows how to get guys From whatever round that can get to the quarterback. It's been shown. They have guys that leave and still have become super successful. Um, I mean, and then you have, you know, like Steelers are just great at getting wide, re- drafting wide receivers. Like there's just certain teams that are just great at drafting certain positions. And uh, so like, I thank you Ravens because he's been really good. Um, he's
0: been phenomenal. Also, you could have, I could have gave this owing to Anthony Jennings too because he had a,
1: he had a day as well. He played so well. It's nice to see him also on the field a lot more. Yeah. Um, last like, two years. It's been kind of like hurt. quiet and hard. It's nice that he's like getting time, especially with uh, some injuries. I expect to see him on the field a lot more. Um, my first link of the week uh, is going to go to Bryce Kurtz, the wide receiver from Northwestern. Have a freaking day, man. 10 Holy catches, cow. 215 <sighs> yards, two touchdowns. And by the way, this is a huge win for Northwestern. They get a thrilling 37-34 upset in overtime against Minnesota at home. This brings the win total to two. And Ryan, the reason that's so important is that's one more win than they had all of last year. They had won one game oh, last year. They of won or zero and lost every game the rest of the year.
0: I'm not gonna lie, they still stink, but it's, it's a mean, good one.
1: They're not great, but they're playing significantly better this year. And remember, they lost Pat Fitzgerald. They lost. Like, they've had a team. Their team, for instance, like Michigan State's another team, like has had all this turmoil. But Northwestern has played hard at least. Where Michigan State just looks like they're dead, and they just gave off on the yeah. year. But who's your two ink Who's your two of the week?
0: My two wins of the week. And, no, this this uh, is ridiculous.
1: He he. You have to talk. We want to talk about like Heisman. This is now his no, second is, top twenty-five
0: victory this year. Um,
1: I'm pretty sure they have another one coming up in a week. Uh, I think so, yeah. If he keeps doing this, like, how do you not have him in the Heisman conversation?
0: Also, I cannot wait for the Washington Washington State game. If oh my god, they,
1: they may, if they're both undefeated. This is a top ten match. This could be a top like eight matchup.
0: Because they're uh,
1: like, fly Washington State's flying up the rankings as oh, they yeah. should. Because they're they're quite literally thrashing
0: teams or putting Beating on a good show. Day. And the man who is running the show for Wazoo right now is Cam Ward, and I hear I hear the footsteps. He's he's creeping he's creeping up to that door in New York for the Heisman, you know, for a Heisman uh, candidate. Yeah but he just casually had 404 four touchdowns and this is the this is the kicker for me no turnovers against the really good Oregon State team that has played really good defense the last two years i mean no this
1: this was i mean i just remember i was cuz i was this one of my leans this week was the Oregon State and Oregon State put up puts up 34 and they lose by 3 but like they gave up 37 or 38 to to Washington State and it was never, like, Washington State was in control that whole game. Like, it was a late, late touchdown by Oregon State to make it look close, but this was really a 10-point win for yeah. Washington State. Very impressive. This is one of the more impressive wins of the year, to, for, in my opinion, because I know they're home, but everyone, a lot of people on Oregon State, and it's like, wow, this loss also could be, tech, you know, this could end up being, like, a detrimental loss for for <laughs> This could be a detrimental loss for Oregon State because now they have such a tough matchup this this week versus Utah. I know they're home and they're a three point favorite, but you know, one what are we talking about? Utah can play defense and can travel well. Uh, this they they could be they could be in state for back to back losses, which could really would put them out of the running in the Pac twelve. Yeah, because that's two. That'd be two conference losses. But I'll say my two links of the week much this is not this is on the defensive side of the ball man i just don't know how a guy 65 270 does the things that miles garrett does no, he's a miles um, he really garrett is. against the titans had five tackles one assisted tackle three and a half sacks and a forced fumble and a thrashing 27-3 win over the titans the browns are legit ryan i know we we, we said that the best division of football is probably going to be the afc north outside the afc east um every team is two, is two and one with the exception of uh, the Bengals who were 1-2, but the Bengals very well could be 2-1. Um, the Browns are scary. The Browns really could be 3-0. Oh. They lost, I know they lost a the game against the Steelers, but they should be 3-0. And, oh. um, and that defense is ridiculous. I mean, how many defenses really are better than the Browns right now?
0: Uh, Not a lot, and it really has to, it really comes down to Jim Schwartz. The hiring of Jim Schwartz has... Such a good move. Probably such a good the move. Best, this, this, this is another example. This of the off season. This is one of those examples.
1: Remember, Jim Schwartz... Try to be a head coach was terrible, but we, no. what if, right, we've said this before. Not all coordinators can be head coaches, but there are guys who are just really good at coordinating. Jim Schwartz is one of those guys. I mean that that the secondary of the Browns is is disgusting. We talked about what that. I never expected the front seven to be this good. I mean, we know Miles Garrett's good. Who else is on
0: Smith? Smith? If Smith, it's
1: also been such a. Uh, I don't know. I'm just watching this guy Miles Garrett do stuff that's like. I know everyone was on Micah Parsons, the defense player here, but like Miles Garrett does this, man. How do you not give it to him? I think it's going to be a three-way race between him, TJ Watt, who's just also like he's healthy and just it's insane to think. When,
0: yeah, when he's when he's healthy, he's scary. Also, fun fact, he is the first person in NFL history, uh, TJ Watt, to have six sacks and a touchdown the first three weeks of the NFL season.
1: You know what's crazy about this? We I, I said this off air to you. And it's insane for me to think, but J.J. Watt is a three-time Defensive Player of the Year and will be a first-ballot Hall of Famer. He's and T.J. Watt is better than J.J. Do you know that T.J. Watt, since 2017, has 86 sacks in his career? I believe he is the all-time sack leader for the Steelers. Insane, by the way, because like the Steelers, have they think about all the great players for the Steelers. I believe it's either 85 and a half or 86 sacks in his career already. Yeah. He's been in the league since 2017. It's been six years. Like, are you kidding? Like, I just no, think about, really, like, a guy... Uh, get, you, correct me how many... How, what his number is, but he, he's in yes, the he has
0: eighty. He has 83 and a half sacks, and he did it in half the amount of games that James Harrison did it in. I mean, so, t- like, JJ, JJ,
1: JJ, I mean TJ stays healthy. I mean, we could be seeing a guy get to, like, 150, which we haven't Bro, seen. I mean, it's only been, like, what, Julius Peppers is there. Um, uh, Peppers, Reggie. oh my god. Um, Reggie White. Uh, Charles Haley, I mean, I, I there's only a few handful of guys who made it like uh, like one fifteen and above.
0: You want to feel, you want to feel really bad about yourself. He's our age. No, I know, I know,
1: <laughs> but I'm also not six foot five, 280 built like that. I'm yeah, just I wasn't not...
0: built in a lab. Sorry.
1: Um. So yeah, Miles, got my two oinks of the week. Uh, you we want to say your three oinks because this
0: is just another. This is my my three oinks of the week and the. To me, there was no other person... To, this to give insane Saturday. This is a ridiculous. Allen. 18 for 215, no <laughs> touchdown. But he did have a passing touchdown for 49 yards. So, um, let's see. He had 39, 39 fantasy points just from the wide receiver aspect. Plus another, another four for passing. Another two, another two points, because I think it's 25 yards per point. And then another... Four. So he had about 45 fantasy points um, just in one weekend. But... Um, Minnesota, once he got to like 12 catches, uh, you might want to double him. And Mike Williams tore his ACL in this game. So <laughs> tough like, loss, tough it's... loss.
1: So it's now Quentin Johnson yeah. time, you, think it's, it's, that's, you would think. It's actually funny because what did we say? The reason they drafted Quentin Johnson was because Mike Williams. we, we knew that Mike Williams came down and had injury problems to so bring in a, a guy who's going to stay healthy. And, and I know he hasn't played a ton so far. I think he's only been playing at like 20% of the
0: snaps. Yeah. snaps. Him and Palmer are going to
1: be playing a lot more now. So pick one of those guys in fantasy if you
0: have, don't. I could also available. see Palmer popping off the rest of the season too. I think he's I also think
1: Palmer. Nothing against Johnson. I think I think he'll will probably like the last six of the season. You could see him kind of yeah. to, there, but I think I've always liked Josh Palmer there. I think it was great. that was always a great pick from Tennessee, um, and like he also last year when they were all injured. Remember he was like wide receiver one, and he played very well. Uh, when he was like the guy, so he'll be one of the guys now. Um, my three rings. It shouldn't be a surprise. Uh, Miami's offense, um, seventy points. The whole, offense. Uh, yeah, no, the whole offense. This, this is it. Seventy points. Quarterbacks total went twenty-five of twenty-eight for three hundred and seventy-six yards, five touchdowns, no turnovers. And then they what had. What
0: did you tell me? Mike White had more fantasy points. Mike White had more fantasy points than
1: seven starters this week. <laughs> Mike White had threw two passes. He went two of two for like. 100 yards and I think one touchdown. Um, uh they they had 43 carries for 350 yards on the ground and five more touchdowns and they
0: won 70 yeah, had, to 20. I had 8-chain on my bench sadly. Of course you did. I played him. Yeah, cuz I knew this I, played was, him. I knew that was going to happen.
1: And I played him. I played him and I played Keenan Allen so like did I lose this week in fantasy? Yeah. Yeah, Literally I got absolutely points. I I I got destroyed. They had 100 points from the two of them. <laughs>
0: that's just it's just ridiculous but
1: but. right, let's hop to our picks this week Uh, who do you got
0: so my first pick for week five is a team that desperately needs to win especially for just to keep their ACC hopes somewhat alive I think they're basically all but dead already but um, Clemson minus six and a half is my first pick of the week because they they just need this win and if they don't get this win uh, you're looking at the downfall of the Clemson dynasty or the Clemson empire, I guess. The last the eight
1: empire, eight,
0: dun, empire, dun, eight dun. nine years. Um, they they really need they need this win. They need this cover, especially after the heartbreaker to FSU. And I I just think they're in a good spot against Syracuse to cover the six and a half. And is this game? I Syracuse really pissed off. Uh, minus one ten. Is it at Syracuse or at Clemson? It's at Syracuse. That's the only thing that makes me uh, a little nervous. Yeah. But... Syracuse,
1: Syracuse, also four and zero, sneaky four zero. They are pretty. They do always play well at home. You know, the they basketball have
0: them, schools this year playing really good football.
1: Yeah, and guess what? They have, if I'm not mistaken, played uh, upset to Clemson in the past. Um, I mean, I'm even thinking of Pitt. I know Pitt's always Some played one of Clemson them really those, well. Yeah. Um, my first pick is good. It, it's a team on the road. I got to ride with them because this line I think is just it's a good line. If this line was a point higher I'd probably flip it and pick the home team. It's LSU -2.5 at Old Miss -110 odds. The, the here's the difference. Old Miss has won 3 out of the last 5 at Old Miss versus LSU. So you think okay, take Old Miss. Ole Miss just lost a game to Bama at Bama that they were in control for the first quarter and a half and then fell apart, and Bama ends up winning relatively easily. Now, that's LSU typical. just won a super close game against Arkansas. Arkansas played phenomenal, by the way. LSU it also did. played pretty bad in the first half, but Jane Daniels in the second half played fantastic. I expect him to continue that fit, like that well-played second-half football against Ole Miss, and I think that's the difference. My dip, I trust Jane Daniels here. Um, again, I just don't love... Jackson Dart. He's played really well this year. I just don't trust Jackson Dart to keep playing as well as he has. And the Ole Miss defense play well as well as they have. I mean, they played pretty well against Bama. Bama, as dysfunctional as they are, though, still won that
0: game, I believe, by 14. Yeah. So Also, LSU is probably the best offense in the SEC. So And
1: they need to keep winning because they lost that yeah. week one matchup. They cannot afford. Again, I, I know they were huge favorites last week against Arkansas. It was kind of a wake-up call for them they are not gonna overlook anybody the rest of the year. They can't, yeah. because if they lose another game, it's gonna be really hard for them to get into the playoffs with two losses. Even if one of their losses came to Florida State who potentially will be a top four team come the end of the year, it's they can't really accept another loss. Especially when you have Bama at Bama and I understand you took Elish you're taking Elish gonna take Elish in that game. I want to, but I'm still so scared because it's Bama and just Nick Saban always finds a damn way.
0: Just because I I also just, guess they, you know, they could technically. Let's just say they lose this game. They still have SEC title hopes alive because, you know, their one loss is to FSU, so it doesn't hurt yeah, them. Yeah, they have to
1: beat Bama, and have I, to be like. I, I think they beat
0: Bama anyway, so
1: we'll see. Again, I'm gonna take LSU though minus two and a half. If this line pushes up anymore, though, I would yeah. caution. I think this is a three point game. Either way, yeah. I think this is this is. Realistically, a lot like the Arkansas game, coming down to a last-second field goal—that's what happened. They won off a field goal at the end of the game. I think that's that's this game just feels like it. it it's going to be a close game. I'm not sure what time the game's at. I'll check right now, but I feel like it's an afternoon game if I'm not it's wrong. A 3-30 it's a, a
0: three thirty game. A lot of these, a lot of these SEC games, you know, that are big are three thirty. You, you get that three thirty time slot on CBS. It's
1: six p.m. It's at actually.
0: Oh, even better. And again, both three and one, the top twenty matchup.
1: Ole Miss wants a revenge because I think Ole Miss. Thought they were going to win last week, and then again they they fell apart um, yeah. after playing a really good like first quarter and a half. Um, I just it's like who do, and ugh, damn this is actually they're honoring Eli Manning. Oh oh no, Dave. Oh, oh, no. What have you done? no nah, obviously, this is the point. LSU wants to play. oopsie Yeah, and they have Eugene Hilton coming to the game, who's one of the top uh, receivers in the class of I think twenty twenty four.
0: Twenty twenty five. He's Other a top. A lot of a lot of the, the twenty four guys are committed already.
1: Yeah. No. I just. I think. I got. I got. I'm trusting LSU because I'm trusting. Who do I trust more? Quarterback. Jane Daniels. Daniels. He doesn't turn the ball positive. over as much. Um, he's positive. just. A, a, he he plays a safer game than I don't. Again, I don't love Dart. And they. I, to me, they they are they're, they're playing over better than they should be. So
0: yeah,
1: I'll take LSU. What was your second pick?
0: So. My second pick, if you don't mind, I'm just going to run through my second and third picks real quick because a quick run, quick reasoning. Uh, I'm going to ride the hot hand and I'm going to take the numbers a little high, but I trust it because Oregon is playing Stanford. At Stanford or home? It's at Stanford, but Stanford is absolutely horrific this year. They lost to Sacramento State, for God's sakes.
1: Yeah, and guess what? Didn't Oregon just win by 30 Five against a significantly better team? Yes.
0: Yes. And you held you held a top seven or eight offense in the country to six points <laughs> and you did whatever you wanted on offense so what are they going to do to Stanford? Now I know in the past Stanford has given Oregon some headaches. Uh, that's I just don't think this is fact. a Stanford team. But this is not a Stanford team that honestly I don't think can compete with anybody in the Pac-12 at the moment they are they are that bad and oh Oregon kept the receipts from last week too by the way they are they're angry I, they they are angry and i this might be a hot take i think they're a top 5 team in the country at the moment even though the the rankings don't say that
1: i don't think you are I just necessary.
0: think the way, I don't I, I just think the way they're playing is it's just stupid it's and it's scary maybe, for the rest of the
1: that's yeah. for the, rest of the Pac-12
0: Dan landing has got the boys rolling in Eugene, let me tell you that. Now, my third pick, and I was a little shocked by this line because, uh, again, another team that's really bad, Michigan State. Uh, Where is
1: this game? It's got to be Iowa. It's in in Iowa. Iowa.
0: It's at Iowa and the line's only that? I'm pretty sure it's in Iowa. I'm telling you, I'll look
1: it up. You you give your reason. If this is, it is at Iowa.
0: It's, I know, that's why i was shocked like not, why, why is this isn't this 17? The way is? why isn't
1: this this is a this is this a is 17 three, and, and a half game. point
0: it's a three score game even though we could be wrong and that's why we don't work in vegas but uh iowa minus 12 and a half probably my nope not gonna say that actually not gonna say that because knowing me they'll <laughs> they'll, end they'll, up losing they'll win the seven out. nothing yeah, no but this is, they,
1: this is a game look, they could they could win 14 nothing
0: very likely uh, they're coming off an absolute, you know, they just got they just got their asses kicked in Penn State. I know it was the whiteout game, so like probably the most it's the scariest place to play. I think Penn State whiteout. I, it, as a as a college an opposing college team, you go into Penn State if you got the whiteout game, you know you have a lot of work to do just to even compete. Uh, Iowa got shut out thirty-one to nothing. Kirk Ferentz still needs to hit that twenty-five <laughs> point per game number, and I don't think they're there yet. So, I just see Iowa rolling over the Spartans, and just Michigan State's a dumpster fire at the moment. So,
1: I mean, how about this, ride? They just lost to Maryland thirty-one to seven at Michigan State,
0: and Maryland's not that good. I mean,
1: Maryland's Maryland has a better offense than 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 Iowa, but oh, yes. not even close to a better defense. And they just. T- Again, this this is a game I could see being fourteen nothing or twenty-eight nothing. Twenty-eight seven max. I think you're right. This is a three score game written all over it. Um yeah. and Iowa needs a good bounce back too. Um so I'm gonna go to my second pick. Um very interesting pick. I may get some hate for it.
0: This is interesting.
1: I actually like it because the line went down to one. Um, I'm taking Kentucky Moneyline slash minus one. It doesn't, to me, tick either. Um, it's minus 120, minus 110, depending on if you do Moneyline or not. Uh, the reason is because it's home. I know I, I'm voting against Florida again. I did that with Tennessee, and Florida made me, you know, look really bad. Um, but that was just because I was an idiot and read it wrong. Um, this is not. I read these. I read the numbers right. Also, everyone's on Florida. Which makes sense. Florida's played, you know, Tennessee this year. They played Utah this year. Kentucky kind of hasn't played anyone super crazy yet. But their defense looks really good. And it comes down to quarterbacks Devin Leary or Grant Mertz. You know, I've already said this before. I hate Grant Mertz. I don't think he's very good. Now, he's playing significantly better at Florida than he did at Wisconsin. So I have to tip my cap that, hey, if you played this at Wisconsin, Wisconsin would have been a Absolute problem because yeah. they were a problem still without a quarterback. Like, right, where was this at Wisconsin? But it's Kentucky's home, it's a 12 o'clock game. I, I just, I, I, both defenses are very good. Kentucky's got a really good defense, and I just trust Devin Leary more than I trust Graham Burris. I think this is a one score game, that's why the damn lines won. Um, don't be surprised if it's, it's a you know 17 14. 21:20 type game. It's going to be a low scoring. The over-under is 44. I don't think we're getting even to the over. I won't. That won't be a, an official pick, but if I had to lean over-under in this game, I'd take the under. I think this is a very low scoring game um, because both teams are strengths. So they can stop the run. They can slow down the pass. So I, I'm going with the team that's home here. If, if Florida home, I'd be taking Florida here, but I'm going to go Kentucky money line slash um, minus one. My last pick, um, this is just a low line to me. Uh, Washington minus 18 at Arizona. Washington quite literally has been beating the brakes off everyone. Um, and Arizona, where they can be a tough team, Arizona doesn't really score at home. I believe they're only averaging 16 points a game at home. It's horrible. That's horrible. Washington is going to win this game by 24. Unless they suddenly forget how to play football. I, I'll even check just to, to, to make sure. But Arizona at home, like, they... They this year had scored thirty eight week one, but that was against Northern Arizona. Then they play Mississippi State, they lose. They play UTEP, they win that. Then they lose at Stan they lose they win at Stanford by one. Um so yeah, they're three and one, but like their th- three wins are against Stanford, who we just acknowledge is really not good, but I'm pretty sure is one and yeah. three. Um and then it was in Northern Arizona. Okay, and then UTEP, who's not good. We've, UTEP's been getting actually blown out this year, uh, and it's kind of nuts because I'm pretty sure, that, yeah, they got blown up by UNLV, they got blown up by Arizona, and they got blown up by Northwestern. They got
0: blown up by UNLV? And
1: and Northwestern.
0: Oh, So, like, that's my. not a great win. For,
1: like, it's awesome for Arizona, but, like, you're 3-1, but are you really 3-1? Like, you're playing against Washington, who's quite literally, what, averaging 50 damn points a game? Like... I don't see them slowing down. So like eighteen to me is just a little too low. This this should be something in the mid twenties, so I will take Washington minus eighteen. Um now right you want to say our special our fourth pick?
0: Our fourth pick is USC Colorado over seventy three and a half. Uh unlike Oregon. Oregon. Uh USC plays no defense. Colorado will score more points this time That's around. <laughs> yeah, I mean they, they will just score list- more than
1: how much was the Arizona State put up?
0: Arizona state just dropped 28 on USC.
1: Yeah. And this game's in Colorado. So Colorado should be putting up at least 28. And we just saw them give up 42 to Oregon when Oregon stopped trying. They're, I, I, sure. I, they just give the think about it, 70 points are just scored between Arizona state and, um, USC. USC. And the line is four points higher for a offense that, like you said, is significantly better than Arizona. I mean, drew pine actually just made USC look kind of bad. Um, uh, so now you're
0: to play last year too on Notre Dame. Yeah. So, like, if you remember that game, yeah, that
1: was a, that was a, that was that was a shootout like no other. I mean, that was points. I think they were in the 80s in that point. Um, so I agree. I think this overs, I, I was surprised so this over wasn't close to the 80. I think it's because it was wake up call last week with Colorado. I'm like, yeah. oh, Colorado just got their you know brains blown out, maybe, uh, you know. I, I do think it's also a bounce back game for Colorado. I still think USC wins. This line is, what, 27 and a half? Um, I, I just don't USC's. Oh, I thought it was 27. Wait,
0: hold on. Hold Check that. Because yeah. I thought it
1: was 27 and a half. And that's why I was like, oh, wow. Like, if it's that high, like, Colorado's. Just com- thinking Colorado and should ahead. score. They're home also. Like, I'm like vulnerable. against Oregon, it was like, all right, they had to play a tough team on the road. Now they're Might home. sprinkle
0: someone. Um,. Colorado it's 27 it's 21 and a half at the moment okay
1: I miss I miss out of them but still and the uh,
0: over is now 74 and a half on the yeah. so the line has jumped up
1: yeah because I think people see that and go this is a game that USC is gonna have, probably score 56
0: also low-key Kansas Texas could be game of the week <laughs> Kansas
1: Texas is going to be very good. That game's at yeah, Texas, by the way. Kansas cannot, oh, I, mean, I mean, Texas cannot overlook that game. I don't think they will. I think they last week's thrashing of Baylor um shows that they're they're focused on trying to win that, you know. They, again, they got Kansas, then they got the Oklahoma, yeah, I believe is next week.
0: This is, yeah, this two is weeks. a good. Do you no, remember it's a good, was...
1: good cuz Kansas played very well this year too, so We'll see. It's but, a
0: good like build up. Do you remember when I live bet Texas when they were losing to Kansas that one day like two years ago? And I it, said, "There's no way Texas loses to Kansas." And they lost to Kansas. And, then, and they lost to Kansas.
1: No, that's guess what? You don't think they want they want they want uh, payback? I mean, who they got? They got yeah Kansas this week, but they're home for that, and then they got the, the game against Oklahoma next week. Twelve o'clock, Red River Showdown. We will have that uh, on that. We yeah, will. Really that really will be weird. one of our picks. For what, that may just be our fourth pick. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that. Line, it. I mean, I don't, it depends, what, depends what the spread welcome. is. It should be close welcome. spread though because Oklahoma is very good.
0: Oklahoma also. Actually, I can tell you right now what the spread is because they have future spreads. Oh. So if you want to go, I mean, right now too. I'll give you. I'll give you
1: guys a, a lean. I have. You may not like it, Ryan, but I just think Iowa State's not very good this year. Oklahoma minus twenty versus Iowa State. I think Oklahoma is going to blow the doors off of Iowa State. Um, their home
0: too would not shock me.
1: So like it's I know it's three touchdowns, but Oklahoma has quietly shown us this year they can score. Last week was just a, a, a oopsie game against Cincinnati. and They still won by fourteen yeah. and, and covered. Oh, uh, no, they didn't cover by the half point. But besides that, they've scored well. Um,
0: yeah. Do you wanna you wanna go through your NFL picks real quick? I mean, just recap real quick.
1: Up? So um, I crushed the NFL this week. Uh, Justin Jefferson touchdown. Bingo Bongo, Amari Cooper over 57 and a half yards. He went seven for 116 and a touchdown. Could have bet him a touchdown. Damn. CD Lamb um, over sixty-nine and a half. I don't understand what the hell happened there. Um, bizarre game. He went 453. Uh, Dak was held 25 or 40 for 250. And CD only had seven targets against the Cardinals, who just got cooked by every other team they played this year. Um, and the Gals lost by 28 to 16. Like, very weird game. Um, I'll be honest with you, though. I will take that line every every week I get 69 and a half yards for CeeDee Lamb versus the Cardinals. I would Thank take you. that. He b- hits that number 99 out of 100 times. He just didn't get the targets. Like Michael, It was Michael Gallup day. And I again, I didn't get to watch the game, but I just didn't understand why CeeDee wasn't even getting looks. Like I don't believe the Cardinals were locking him down. I just think Dak was sucking. Um, and the oh, last line I had down. was 2 over 262. Um, even in the blowout, he put up 309 and 4 touchdowns. So. Yeah. easy three and one well
0: day. not to cut you off as of right now the line is minus four and a half for texas
1: that's that's a fair line i would like that line to drop two points though make it two and a half so i think if oklahoma puts that's up a interesting. really interesting
0: another another future line as of right now notre dame is minus two and a half against usc at home well because they're home and
1: let's be honest here notre dame could slow down usc oh well, yeah that they're defense that ball. defense is good um, and like I said, they should be undefeated. It's, it's it's annoying because I'm so mad about that game because Notre Dame did, did everything to win that to to lose that game, and they yeah. should have won it. Like they outplayed, they outplayed Ohio State, man. But let's hear your picks, Rye.
0: So, I did not do so well in NFL. <laughs> it's okay. Sorry, people, I, I I stink. I make up for it in college. That is where that is my bread and butter. Uh, I had Josh Allen over one and a half passing touchdowns. That was an L. Uh, blowout by Buffalo. Kind of really stopped passing the ball probably halfway through the fourth quarter, even probably a little earlier, just because that game got ugly. Uh, my only win was Tyree Hill, Thank you very much. Nine for one. Yeah, no, no only was Tyree Kill
1: who had four thousand um, receiving yards.
0: Yeah. Uh, prop three was DeAndre Hopkins. Uh... Three for 48, Ryan Tannehill is officially on my do-not-bet list. Anybody who plays for the Titans will not be bet unless your name is Derek Henry to score a rushing touchdown.
1: Uh, do you know that and... he was held to 20 rushing yards on, like, 15 carries? The Browns yeah, could really just, beat the living ridiculous. crap out of him.
0: And lastly was Bijan touchdown, and he kind of stunk up the joint, too. I mean, but... did, did you see the car? Did
1: you see them? They looked at, I mean, The Lions suddenly said, oh, you can't run on us. It was actually insane. It's like, wait, you couldn't stop the run last week, and then suddenly you... Arizona, I mean Atlanta, who we know can yeah. run the football, could not run the football. Well, they, they got the blown out.
0: I'll jump into my my week four plays. My 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 first play of NFL Week Four Sunday is going to be Bills Dolphins over fifty three and a half. Kind of a big number for a divisional game, but I think this game. It, I think this this is the best quarterback. Miami's defense has played you know the first four weeks you can argue Justin Herbert but uh, I think Josh Allen's better than Justin Herbert Mike McDaniel's offensive game plan he's going to score points and I think the Bills are going to have an answer to Miami's defense I think if this game was played later in the season the under would be the play but I think because you're still in September or it'll be a October right October, October
1: first, but close enough. Okay. Is that game in Miami or Buffalo? By it's the way, it's in
0: Buffalo, but you're playing in Buffalo early in the <sighs> season, where yeah, the and weather's no. still kind of warm. So you know, as long as it's not you know raining and it's the you know, same wind. game parlay type day, that's a same yeah. game game. That's um, a
1: that's a that's a both quarterbacks over passing yards. Yes, Tyreek and St- Diggs over receiving, like no no one stopping either of those guys on either of those teams.
0: Yes. Now. Uh, it is Wednesday at the moment, and two of my picks' lines are not out, but whatever Justin Herbert's passing yards are, just take it. Just We, we will post it on our story. It will probably be like
1: in the, like either high 280s or, or, or low 290s. I, I don't so, see it higher than like 294.
0: So do you want to know what his stats are against the Raiders yeah. in his three years, Dave? Uh, probably he really good. One, he has a 101.6 passer rating, and he averages 310 yards a game.
1: All right. Well, I can tell you now his line oh. won't
0: be three ten, and he has fourteen touchdowns and an interception.
1: Okay. I bet you right now. I bet you anything because of the Mike Mike Williams injury, his line may stop what, start what like two two seventy eight. I could see it starting that low, and then everyone pushes it up because they're gonna have to throw the football. I mean, they would can't. not shock. Me. And what then does, what did the Steelers just do on Monday night? I mean, they pretty sure Kenny not whatever it. wanted. Kenny Pickett, pretty sure you keep going. I'm pretty sure Kenny Pickett had a, a, a pretty good get day. And if he's My, having a good day, Herbert. Yeah. He threw for two two forty with fifty percent completion percentage. God, that's so bad. <laughs> yeah, like but, let's be honest here. We know who's better.
0: Third third play of Sunday is going to be George Kittle's number because it just seems like every time he plays the Cardinals, he beats them like a drum. You know the last 3 or 4 times he's put up very good numbers against Arizona and especially since this game is in the bay look for George. i i like his yards also look for george's to get in the end zone for the first time this season as well
1: uh, you want to know what his numbers
0: are against the cardinals
1: in 10 games uh 43 catches 631 yards and six touchdowns which yeah, really good. Um, That's really good. his line's probably going to be, yeah, he's quite loose. I touchdown. think it's going to
0: be around 55 most likely.
1: He has, well, I think it depends too if Ayuk plays um, or not. Uh, mm. If Ayuk plays, I bet you he's sitting in like the upper 40s, like 47, 46 and a half. Uh, but the last three games against them, he's had five touchdowns. Um. So, you know, yeah, and he he's, 84, he's 101, it. 84, and then 29 yards his the last game of last year, but like they also didn't really play yeah, much.
0: And I remember the game against Arizona in Mexico, he went stupid. Yep. Probably so the, So I, I think that's a good pick yeah. as well. My fourth play is going to be Bengals minus two and a half. Uh again, all the, the props are minus one ten for you know, people's yardages and spreads. Uh the train is on the tracks, Dave. The I Yerborough I think that
1: it is. I agree.
0: Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, train is on the tracks. You're playing a really bad Tennessee secondary. Uh, I say Bengals minus two and a half now, but I don't know. I have this, you know, you have this gut feeling that this is like a Mike Vrabel. This could also be a Mike Vrabel specialty game, but I just trust Joe Burrow more than I trust Vrabel and that Tennessee defense. Where's the, Where's so, this? Um, where's this game being played? It's in Tennessee. Yeah, so but that's why it's I just half. I just think that the Bengals they're cooking with gas now. You know, you just got you just got Jamar coming off fourteen for what, 130, 135?
1: thirty. One forty two. No, again, Monday night this Monday night game they just had against the Rams. I know people may not think the Rams are very good, but the Rams have played like, very good football through three weeks. Um it felt like the Bengals started to figure out in the second half. And that's without T. Higgins getting involved. And I just expect T. Higgins to like also get on track and then when that happens, yeah. Yeah, this team's gonna be a problem. It's,
0: it's gonna be scary. But those are my those are my four plays for All Sunday. Right. So I'll go through we, my picks real cut quick. Cut
1: uh, first yeah. pick's gonna be Courtney Sutton over fifty four and a half yards. Uh, I know there's a fight between him and Judy, who's the number one wide receiver there. But uh, Sutton is now hit that uh, smashers number back to back weeks, and they're playing.
0: Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Have you seen the rumor of uh, Jerry Judy wants to play with
1: Mac again? I have not, and please don't get me excited because, holy crap, that's the number one... That would be the number one... Well, that was a talk all saying, off season. I saw it.
0: I that saw was a it. talk
1: all off season, but I was trading it for was. him. And I think we did offer Denver, but Denver wanted a first, and we were like, we'll give you a second. That's not no, that's I, not I, I believe we did make an offer to Denver, and Denver's like, no, we want a first. And it's like, all right, well, no. And guess what? Because that, that team's up in flames. The only thing that looks great right now for them is they're playing the Bears, and the Bears are probably the worst team in the league. Like they had the first overall pick last year. They should have used it
0: instead of trading. Also, it's, it's kind of sad because Denver's coming off, obviously giving, giving up 70 points.
1: Um, why do I feel like oh. they're going to do like, put up like 45 on the
0: bears? I, like, to, I, I, I to feel say like they're a fun, the fun fact. Teams that have scored 60 or more points, the last seven games are one in six against the spread following the following week.
1: All right. Well, the Dolph- Wait. Yeah. So dolphins are playing the bills. So I guess what was yes. the favorite there? Um, I, yes, also just, I think that um I take Sutton here because I think so, you can take Judy's line too. Judy's line's a little bit less than Sutton's. I think that doesn't matter. I think Russ is going to absolutely scorch. They're going to come out and look, because like Russ didn't play a bad game against Miami. You actually look at, like, Russ played pretty well. Russ has played well this year. Better than last year. Not even a question. Um, his first half especially has been really good. Second half has been very shaky. Um, I just think that Sean Payton's going to look to put up 40-plus on these on the Bears. The Bears look like they're just lost. I mean, Fields looks horrible. I and mean, I don't even blame Matt Ibuflus because it's just like, they look like a mess. It's like, can you even blame him? Like, I don't think anyone can fix this team right now. No. Um, So I think that, that him and Judy are going to both have days. Um, So I'll take his over there. My second one, it's a little weird of a play. Um, James Cook over 12 and a half rushing attempts.
0: He's odd. I like
1: um, it. Odd, odd play. But he's hit this back-to-back games. He had 12 week one, and then since then he's had 15, 17, I think of at least 15. He's the lead back. We know that for a fact. What's Buffalo's best chance of slowing down the, the Dolphins running the football? And what have they done this year? More than they have the last couple of years. Run the run football. The. And run the football with the running backs, not necessarily Josh Allen. Um, I think that they're going to try to slow down the Dolphins and let James Cook cook because he's, that's all he's done so far since, I mean, all, all three games he's played very well. He is really looking good. Um, so I just think that 13 carries for him. He's hit it back-to-back games. Why would he suddenly not? Miami isn't great against the run. We know this. Why would you not let Cook cook? Um, I also personally, another line that I think is is good. I haven't even put out, but uh, look at when Lamar Jackson's rushing. Um, I think that's a very uh, interesting line. It's pretty low. I think you're going to see him running a lot after putting up 100 yards last week. That's just a side note. Um, the next uh, play, I'm going to go back to T. Higgins. Um, bounce back game. He put out on his Twitter, he goes, listen, great team win. He goes, it's on me that, you know, we didn't win more. Um, his He averages 72 yards a game when having eight targets or more. Um they're playing the Titans. I think Titans are going to look to try to slow down Jamar. Um, not that they can, but I think, again, T should have a should have a huge game Monday. He had like three or four drops. Um, that just, again, I think he's going to get himself right. Joe's going to try to get the ball early and just kind of let him flow. And I just think 58 and a half, I don't, I think they're going to blow through that number personally. It's going to be a lot like last week when you had Elijah Moore and Amari Cooper both kill it. I, don't, I think Elijah Moore... Against uh, the Titans last week when they you know beat the crap out of him. he put up a decent a decent, um, a decent uh, stat line last uh, week. I'm trying to see what it was against the Browns. I mean against the bounce against the Titans. Which he, again, think about he's more like the T Higgins route. Um, I'd even look at if you don't want to take his yards, you could look into his receptions because again, again he had nine for forty nine. Uh, Elijah Moore did. So, like, you're telling me T. Higgins can't get 10 more yards on Elijah Moore. If he's going to get those kind of targets, which he should, I'll
0: take that. Yeah.
1: And last but not least, I'm going to go back to old reliable here. I was going to do C.D. Lamb, but I got scared because of Christian no, Gonzalez C. D. shutting Lamb, down everyone. C.D.
0: Lamb will have the clams put on him on so Sunday.
1: I'm taking Amari Cooper. Uh, 59.5 yards. My man's averaging 66 versus the Browns. Um, he's got six. He's put a back-to-back huge performances to play in the Ravens. He kills the Ravens. He's the number one wide receiver there. Deshaun's gonna get in the ball. I'll take him to, at sixty yards. This is just I think the the Ravens just let the Colts cook the crap out of them. I mean, I'll tell you too. That's a player that the 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 like Jets quarterback Gardner Minshew's played really good for the Colts since coming in for for well, Anthony Richardson.
0: We'll get into we'll get into the Jets quarterback the you know solution in a second. But, um, their minds, but...
1: Those are my picks, Rye. Um, again, my guy, Gardner, by the way, is throwing for like 400 yards and a couple touchdowns in it's a Jordan, game and a half.
0: Gardner Minshew is arguably the best backup in the NFL. I mean,
1: who's be- uh, realistically, who's a better backup? Bailey Zappi. All right, man. Um, we'll just pretend that you didn't say that. Because, uh, yeah, because, yeah, against it. Baltimore, he just threw for 230, 82 rating. He had sacked a bunch of times, but, you know, touchdown. Yeah,
0: you can also say Taylor Heineke, too. Yeah, where's Heineke? Is he in Atlanta? He's in Atlanta. I mean, and I honestly, lo- I
1: would love to see him over Desmond Ritter. I don't think Ritter's is really Desmond Ritter's
0: not an NFL quarterback. No disrespect to you, Desmond, but you're not.
1: No, I'd much rather see Heineke just because also Heineke's just awesome He's to watch.
0: He's fun to watch, Taylor He's Heineken. so much like, fun to watch. But, I mean, think
1: about it. Uh, Josh Downs had 57 yards. Michael Pittman had 77. Al Pierce for, had 45. Yeah, I'll take Amari Cooper to get 60. Amari's definitely going to... I think at 60. I don't see the, the Ravens. The Ravens... Are... So, those are our picks. Brian, um, what notes you got around the new, uh, news? What news you got around the leagues?
0: So, news around the league. Nothing too crazy this week. But, uh, unfortunately, Mike Williams did tear his ACL out for the season. Expected to be ready for training camp next year. But, obviously, does not help Justin Herbert and the Chargers at no. the moment.
1: Um, Mel Tucker was officially fired. So, just... <laughs> Morbid up so far from Michigan
0: State. Loses $80 million. Yo, that's insane.
1: Oh, oh my god, million. that's so much money. It's so much money. How so much money. Uh, do you want to take the next one?
0: I will, because this is just funny. So, uh, the Jets added a quarterback to their practice squad who will ultimately end up on their roster. But, um, do we think Tim Boyle stays on the active roster now? I don't know. I hope so, but I don't. I hope so too, because first of all, just saying we started numerous. Uh, we want Tim Chance. Just going to throw that oh, yeah, out there. Oh yeah, the
1: game we actually had like Jets fans. I mean, we actually had a pretty decent one at one point where we had a section. Everyone, it's funny. Everyone we talked to like pregame, we talked brought up Tim Boyle, and everyone was like, "He's better than Zach Wilson." He is literally question. Literally, he can't be. They're like, they said this. They said he's better, or he can't be worse than Zach. They go, "No, nah. he'll at least like." look like he wants to play and not look like a deer in headlights
0: and even even if he somehow which i don't see it happen even if he somehow was worse than zach it's like you tried you tried something different because zach wilson for the last six last end of the season just has not worked no and robert sala is going to divide that locker room in my opinion Um the more oh, he I, I never even said the quarterback's name they wrote trevor simeon like what what is he going to do i'm sorry Zach Wilson might be better than Trevor Simeon. Oh, Trevor Simeon's not good, man. No, he's not. Tim Boyle's better than Trevor Simeon. I, I agree. Um, um, you, so
1: do, yeah. you wanna,
0: do you want to take the next one? Because this is just... No, no, this you say that because you're,
1: you're the one who told me this story. and This is
0: ridiculous. This is pro, this is the most disgusting thing, if it's true. But there it, it, there's a video of it. So, New Mexico State's quarterback, they did not say a name, urinated on the New Mexico logo... Now we all know in state rivalries are a little bitter, but this is just disgusting. This is just an absolutely <laughs> disgusting act. It's also just like the a most point. random game. It's, just vile. Like,
1: it's literally New Mexico, vile. New Mexico State, you're pissing. Like it's not like uh Oregon State, Oregon, Washington State, Washington, you know, uh
0: Michigan, Iowa, Michigan state. Iowa State,
1: Michigan, like New Mexico, New Mexico State, the guy's taking a piss. No pass. one
0: cares, dude. No, no one cares that much that you're, you are you are urinating on New Mexico's logo. That's just insane.
1: Um, I agree with you about the, the Jets locker room. You know, if Zach Wilson says he's playing quarterback, I, he, he's not good. He needs to be off the league. I'm sorry. Joe Namath put it perfectly. You got to get rid of him. He sucks. You do. He, you know what it and is? Joe Namath is usually him.
0: a Jets lover. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. Oh, him, I so him
1: me and Justin Fields. I don't, under, I don't, see unless they ma- miraculously make strides, this is year three for both of them. They can't stay, like, keep playing. You can't still, like, wait for them. Neither of them can read a defense. I mean, I know we've been bashing Zach, but, like, have you seen Justin this year? What the hell? Did you not, like, what happened this whole offseason, dude? I thought you were supposed to be good. You look, you just threw for 99 yards. And this isn't the first me you threw for under 100 yards in a game. Like, you're an NFL quarterback, it's man. More. The Bears the Bears keep saying, oh, should Justin Fields be drafted him here? He doesn't can't, He hasn't even run the football right now. They haven't even had him running the football. So it's like, all right, the, the best thing he's at, he's not even doing. Yeah. Oh, they were trying to say he's the next Lamar Jackson.
0: No, no, Lamar at least can throw a football.
1: And, like, Lamar throws for 200 yards a game.
0: I think Justin's a better runner yeah. than Lamar. Well, uh, Justin's bigger than Lamar,
1: too. Lamar's not, not like, yet. very big. Justin's kind of a big dude. Maybe Justin you should be running back, man. Just like shift. you're, you can't read defense. You you can't throw a football well. Like I'm sorry, you're not good. And if you don't figure this shit out, like you, you're gone. Like the Bears, are, if Bears, D- Bears D-J are the Moore number.
0: Probably punching the air. What? DJ Moore's probably punching the air. DJ right Moore, now, no, thinking... DJ Moore.
1: Did you see the play? Justin kind of got hit a little bit. DJ Moore like, made him go off the field. It's like get off the field, dude. You got like again, he got oh, yeah. hit hard. And all that's that. You
0: looking out for the quarterback. Looking out, but also like DJ Moore. I'm like, dude,
1: please help the guy. Like, DJ Moore was brought in there to, like, be a difference maker and it, it, it,
0: he, can't he, can't because he can't get the ball. So it's like, but... No, it's like, it's like
1: you talk about Arizona being the worst team. No, Arizona's actually played really hard all three weeks and, like, looked good. So, the Bears look terrible. Chicago Bears have been
0: the number one pick, the a a the number one pick for
1: the second straight year.
0: And I think Caleb would obviously much rather go to Chicago. And... Do you, though? Yes. They look
1: like a freaking mess, man.
0: Are you kidding me? If he gets drafted number one overall as Chicago and saves the – no, no, no. to no, he would, be be, he would the become the – No, no, he
1: would be the savior. It's easier in Chicago than Arizona to be looked at as a savior. because Arizona, it's like, Arizona football is one thing, but like it's not huge. But like I think Arizona is much better set up for a future at football than Chicago right now. Chicago is the most dysfunctional franchise in, in football. I'll say that. Also, people People argue the Jets. No, no. Chicago is the most dysfunctional franchise in the NFL right now. Say what you want. I Arizona is leaps better than them. Arizona Arizona should be two and one right now. This is a team that everyone said was not gonna win a game this year. They should be at least two and out. They should have beat the Giants week two. But sure. at least they're playing hard. Josh Dobbs is actually playing freaking awesome.
0: See, now I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you on the 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 Cardinals are set up better because the Bears Still have the Panthers first round pick for next year.
1: Yeah, the Cardinals have the Texans.
0: They have And the Texans are two and one. And they're the Bears one and two. And... They're one they're
1: two and one. The Texans are one and two.
0: Are they one and two? They think they, one and two.
1: they think they just won their first okay. well, I mean, listen, CJ Shroud, by the way, CJ Shroud has been awesome.
0: Man. I don't want to give him props. No, no, no. The thing is
1: you have to because he's quite literally looked like he looks like an NFL quarterback. Like, wow! Did the Texans maybe get the maybe make the better pick? Because like, no, Bryce you're right. The Texans
0: deep. are one and two. I'm an idiot.
1: Yeah, I mean they they put, like. I'm just saying, CJ Stroud, top five in passing right now in the league.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you want to end with the most popular topic in the NFL yes. right
1: now? Um, I'm sorry. I'm going to put a million dollars on Travis Kelsey touchdown.
0: It doesn't be first touchdown just to no, score? No, 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 no. It's Travis Kelsey first touchdown on Sunday night. There's I mean, Travis Taylor Kelsey. Swift is going to be there.
1: I'm sorry. Every game she shows up, Travis is going to put on a day. Like, it's the Travis Kelsey game.
0: Pat- Patrick knows what to do. No, Patrick, like, Patrick knows. Patrick. I need to get my man Trav a touchdown.
1: My, I need to get my man Trav laid.
0: I mean, listen, you know...
1: I mean, I, I don't think Travis needs help in that, in that category... But um, you know, scoring touchdowns. Did you see the way she was acting when they won? Oh my god, I did. No, the Listen, tweets, man, saying. the Swifty tweet,
0: and then all the memes of like the Swifty showing.
1: Of, I mean, I'm sorry, it's
0: sending me. No, all I'm saying is that if Travis finds a blank space in the end zone,
1: oh, touchdown.
0: Patrick Mahomes is gonna hit him. I
1: I hate that you just used the the, the blank space.
0: I'm doing it until I'm doing it until they either you know. Break up, break up, or well, you know, we, did you see the
1: Taylor Swift um, effect? Travis is now like the number three selling jersey. He got four hundred thousand followers. um well, Out of Taylor jersey, Swift, his
0: jersey sales went up four hundred percent. So yeah, um,
1: it's it's a Taylor Swift thing. And now, like they said, like the demographic of people watching football, <laughs> the the female demographic of eighteen to thirty four went up like two hundred percent.
0: Well, have have you seen the Twitter pages? It's like. It's like football. Twitter is trying to explain to Swifties how football it's works. So, it's so work. funny, man. There's and four Swifties down. are trying to explain to football fans how like astrology and like their signs work and how they're like a perfect match. Well, did it's you also see
1: how they said that Zach Wilson and Justin Fields should take some pointers from the Swifties learning football because maybe they could play better, be better quarterbacks? And I said, oh my god, they're not wrong. I mean, they're not. But those are the two best quarterbacks in football right now. By far, and I drafted Fields in fantasy, so I thought he was going to be good. I had such a joke on me about that, but anyhow, that's all I have, Rye. As always, I'm just going to say our normal taglines. Follow us. We do have koozies now. Yes, we do have koozies on the storefront. And the, koo- the koozies are, awesome. And the the koozies koozies are, are sick. awesome. Like, and they're cheap. Ten bucks. They're beautiful. Black. Um, with our logo. It looks awesome. I'm totally telling you QR all. QR
0: code on the back. Don't forget about the QR, QR code on code in
1: back. the back. Um. Yeah. Just share us with everyone. Go buy some apparel. We're, we're
0: not saying that we're growing, but
1: we are starting to get some traction. And I'm
0: not traction. gonna lie, Dave. Dave, you came through with the shirts this week, you know, last weekend. The shirts shirts look awesome. Shirts, shirts are shirts really good. Really people good. and
1: people like respond well to it. I've I've yes. the Instagram page is growing. Reach is growing. We are. Um, and because we're winning, we're hitting things. People are, you know, starting to listen a little more. Because you know, when you make a little people some money, they uh, they tend to listen.
0: But they listen.
1: Please share us Apple, Spotify, Instagram, everything. We love you so very much. That's all I have, Ryan. What do you got? Anything?
0: I got nothing. We we've said it all. We've said all right. it all for tonight. Well, so
1: thank you very much. As always, I'm Dave.
0: And I'm Ryan. And have a great day. And as always. Oink oink